pros. Lowe's wants to help you keep working. That's why we're open for pro business hours 6 to 7 a.m. Monday through Saturday. You'll find the quantities you expect with dedicated pro associates and loaders to help you get what you need fast and load you up curbside. Now, more than ever, we know you need to win every single bid. You can count on Lowe's for special values on pro-trusted brands and savings when you buy in bulk. Save yourself a trip by shopping Lowe'sforpros.com, where we can ship thousands of items to your doorstep or to the job site. Lowe's is open and pro-ready. everybody, uh, you in particular. Uh, this is This Feels Terrible, the podcast. My name is Erin McGathy. Thank you for listening. This is uh, your one-stop shop podcast for uh, relationship stories, heartbreak, love stories, sex stories. Ever heard of it? Sex? Have you heard of it? Um, the show is also a live show over at the UCB Theater in Los Angeles. And every week I have a different guest on and we just, uh, we talk, uh, talk about relationships and heartbreak, etc. The guest on my show this week is, um, someone who's very near and dear to my heart, Mr. Jeff Davis. Jeff is, uh, is my boyfriend's best friend, which makes our, our dynamic interesting. Uh, and when I say my boyfriend's best friend, I mean, uh, I, I see him all the time. He's my boyfriend's husband, practically. Um, and he's, he's, he's wonderful. He was on, uh, the show Whose Line Is It Anyway? And he still performs with Improvaganza. He's incredibly smart and really, really funny. Um, Jeff Davis and uh, Dan Harmon, my boyfriend, are uh, are going to have a podcast called Harmontown coming out very soon. And it's hilarious. Harmontown is a live show that Dan and Jeff do at Meltdown Comics at the Nerdist Theater. And it is awesome. Uh, so stay tuned for that. Also, this episode is extremely explicit. Uh, just a heads up. And I'm not, I feel like I'm telling you that not because I don't want you to play this at, um, your quinceanera. I, I don't want you to do that. But also, I, um, I don't want to, uh, jar you into not liking me anymore because it's so explicit. So if this is your first episode, this is especially, uh, sex happy, happy, sex happy. I'm gonna, I'm gonna stick with it. You know, commit. Uh, this is a especially sex heavy epi of This Feels Terrible, the podcast. Please enjoy. So, Jeff, you were saying that you uh, you were just talking to Dan about how you wanted to die. We're talking about how, you know, like ways that are good ways to die and ways are bad ways to die. Right. Uh, the, the the room was uh, unanimous and not wanting to die in a plane crash, but I would say that's actually one of the ways I would like to die. Right. Why, why were people saying that makes sense to me? Why were people saying they didn't want to die in a plane crash? I, because I think like the, the no one wants to die in a plane crash, but because like, you're, you're so aware of it and that you have all this anticipation of death. But what, what I right. found, what, I was on a plane flight and everybody knew we all knew we were going to die and everybody was awesomely serene and kind of smiling, like like shaking hands and going, ah, this is it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I thought that was great. Well, you have praying time. Whereas, like, if you are caught on fire all of a sudden in a in a car accident, I think the like worst you, the worst for me would be torture. 
Like, mm. like if you, if you were going to die under torture, like I, I don't want prolonged agony. I'd either want to just be right. Take a bullet to the head and not see it coming or. Sure. You know, speaking of uh, torture and uh, love, have you, you are a, um, you're the most famous ladies man in LA. <laughs> <laughs> is, is that true? You are, uh, if you don't know Jeff Davis, I'll say this in the intro. So maybe this is silly, but, um, Jeff Davis is always in a suit and always smells great. <laughs> looks, well, I don't know if that's true. I think you just look like you smell great. <laughs> oh, actually, that's I, don't my think secret. You, I don't know what you smell like. I feel like I, 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 I actually have no scent. <laughs> What's well, weird? I'm like Grunwheel in uh, the, the book Perfume. <laughs> I give off no scent. Mm. Uh, that's a reference that no one will get. But it'll be on our There's Tumblr. somebody out there that's read Perfume and uh, they're going to be thrilled to death. <laughs> hysterical they're on a plane right now it's about to crash and they yeah. that was the last it was a sign from god yeah, that said I, you, it's gonna be all right that, that yeah you're presuming that people listen to your podcast on planes uh while they're going to their death which i think is a little it's a final uh, wish a little arrogant well who knows maybe people you know these podcasts are pretty evergreen uh five years from now this may be like a really big deal i might be some sort of christ figure and, and, and when i die in a plane me. crash this will be this will be great archival you know yeah. It'll be a Twilight Zone episode. Oh, it'll be a bummer. I'll I'll get the blame for it, kind of. Just because I was associated with this conversation. Are you afraid of dying? Uh, I am afraid of dying. I am. I am afraid of dying in a car. I hate now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, I drive just, Dan I crazy because I'm constantly uh, flinching and uh, crying. And, yeah. Okay. Dan Harmon's been my best friend for quite a long time. He's the worst driver. Oh, thank you. He's the best. Oh, he's going to be he so has, mad. He, he, he has no sense of direction, which is one thing. That's fine. He's lived, right. he's lived in LA forever and still doesn't know how to get anywhere, which uh, that's, that's fine. That's, that's just a, you know, idios, mm-hmm. idiosyncratic. But he, uh, there's a thing that drives me bonkers, which is people that don't know how to coast. Uh huh. It's either gas or brake. Right. So he's either accelerating or braking. And so right. like, your, your, your head's either flung back into the headrest or like <laughs> in, in your lap. There's no like, yeah. he, he can't decelerate by letting off the gas. It's just gas brake, gas brake. And it's, it's, sure. uh, it's, yeah. Well, I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't think that he's an especially <clears throat> bad driver, but the couple of times that he's accidentally driven off a curb. Or... He's not a good driver. <laughs> You know, when you're as smart as Dan is, and Dan is clearly a genius. You don't have any room for uh, for driving. Yeah, there's deficits, and one of his deficits is uh, is the ability to uh, just coast. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, so, so I am uh, I'm I'm deathly afraid that I'm going to be smashed into a car. Well, in doesn't one time when I was in the car with both of you. On your cheat diet day when we were going to Malo, <laughs> and we were backing out of my uh, because I, if this if this show is about relationships and yeah, about yeah, things yeah. that hurt, um, I'm never in a relationship. I, I'm <laughs> always single. I don't have I love sex and relationships. <clears throat> yeah, well, there's that. But I uh, if 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 the things that feel terrible for me is being around other people in relationships, and <laughs> the, uh, the two of you in a car together is uh, a bummer. Yeah, I think because I flipped you, out when we were leaving Malo. You, you you just said like, oh, this is the worst, and Dan Dan just hears that is I'm a bad person, and mm-hmm. yeah, and and I'm in the backseat like this is how I die. I die in the backseat of this car <laughs> as i'm griping at dan and dan just always says like i cannot believe that i'm driving again like every time i think we get in the car is like great because he doesn't because i'm such a bad backseat driver that it's uh it's the worst but you um 
when I think about, uh, you remind me, I don't know if this is an actual movie or if I'm just inventing this, but, uh, <laughs> I feel like I saw a movie on AMC when I was in, when I was, uh, 13 or 14 that was about a I think there's several movies where there's like some there's a ladies man uh, he's a bachelor and he's living in an apartment like one of those one of those apartments where you press a button and the bed goes up and then like the curtains separate and the lights lower right. and the drinks come out and and he he looks great in a suit and he always has beautiful women coming in and out of his apartment but no one no one can um settle him down and then eventually somebody somebody does Doris Day does or Hello talk Oh, is that Rock okay. Hudson and Doris Day. Awesomely, so you're real Rock Hudson. <laughs> awesomely, they're both gay. He, he was gay and so was she. Right. And they, they, they did the sexiest movie and they, they were not into the uh, opposite sex at all. I realized Doris Day was gay. I thought she just loved animals. No, she was gay as a day in May. Uh, and But the thing is, back then, nobody <laughs> outed anybody. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. Was it, uh, Paul Lind on uh, Hollywood Squares was asked, uh, that, you know, like the, uh, the joke was, uh, Doris Day was in the news recently for, uh, she got pulled over for driving down uh, Rodeo Drive, standing up in her in her convertible, and she was looking for what? And Paul Lynn said, "Who you know, who's notoriously you know right. gay, but the, the, nobody talked about it. But uh, clearly, he was. Yeah. And he said, Barbara Stanwyck. <laughs> and all of the celebrities like, oh shit, no. yeah, no, no, because they were, they were they were both like awesomely gay, and but no one talked about that. I heard the best rumor ever. I was I was in this uh I was I was visiting a friend's apartment in Atlanta and she had this really cool apartment. She said, "Yeah, um uh Dolly Parton lives here for a couple of years." I, and I was like, Dolly, "Oh, that's I great." Love Dolly Parton. And then she said, "Yeah, she had a she had this long affair, like a two-year long affair with Lily Tomlin. No shit. In this apartment, which is the most amazing thing I've ever heard. I, I don't know if it's that. true. I love Dolly Parton. I, I, I don't, I I don't, I don't Tomlin, care if it's true. I, I want that to be true. Yeah, isn't that amazing? You just I, imagine them lying in bed together. I saw like, I saw Dolly at the Greek uh, amphitheater, uh, the, the, the Greek theater, and uh, 60% of the crowd was drag queens. Right, because like like that's her audience. Like, she, like lots of lots of draggy dudes like love draggy dudes love baby jokes. They well, love the, big chairs. They, they, they love, love operators, and they love Dolly. And they love Cher. They love things like that. And oh, it was Dolly Parton? Yeah, Dolly Parton. Oh, okay. And, 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 sorry, yeah, and she uh, she sang Jolene. Oh God! But she actually she, she changed the lyric to drag queen, drag uh. queen, <laughs> and uh, thirty thousand gay guys stood up and cheered like during it. It was yeah. it was triumphant. Oh man, Jolene! Jolene was my you know when you go through. Uh, well, I don't know. It, it was probably when was how many? When was the last time you went through a really terrible, painful breakup? The last like full relationship I had was maybe thirteen or fourteen years ago, right? And it was painful only because it was the worst breakup for me mm -hmm. because I broke it off thinking that she wouldn't care. Because she was so unemotional, right? And this is a person that I, I absolutely love and will love for the rest of my life. She's she's, a, she's great. I've she, met her. She's really yeah. Nice. She, she's a she's an absolute gem. But she was really withholding emotionally, mm -hmm. and I'm a very emotional guy. Like I if like if there, if there, if there's a conflict, I I have to deal with it. Right. And her reaction was to never deal with anything, and it would drive me mad. Yeah. And there was just there was I felt I felt like I was, I was being emotional for two people. Right. And it was killing me. So when I broke up with her, she, I said like, you know, let's not do this. This is it. And she was like, what? And then she cried and cried and made noises I never want to hear again in my life. It really, right. it really, noises, it, it, long, it terrified uh, me. It, it was like the sound of something dying. 
And it made me really angry. It's like, well, this is the emotion that I wanted the whole time. Yeah. And now I'm getting it when I say goodbye. Right. And it, it, it really pissed me off. Uh, just got to break up once a week. What I do, when I, when I was f- maybe just four years old, I was in preschool. My, the, my first time being in a preschool class around children I didn't know. Mm-hmm. And there was a little blonde girl named Patria Beth Hayes. Ooh. And uh, I'd met her that day. And, you know, it's like we're all excited. There's new kids around. And I went up to her at the end of the, uh, when school was out, all the parents were there on the lawn to pick us up. Mm-hmm. There's a big green lawn outside the preschool. And uh we're all just running around like bats out of a cave. And we're just so excited to be like, you know, around each other and out in the sunlight again. And and I just I ran up to this girl and literally bats out of a cave. Yeah. I, I ran up to Patria Beth Hayes and grabbed her like Clark Gable and just planted this kiss on her, like like dipped her down and just planted this giant kiss on her in front of Everybody from like, right. you know, parents, God and country just, just really let her have it. Yeah. And then I looked, looked at her and then just shoved her down and threw her in the grass and ran off. And that's still what I do. <laughs> like I, I, I will do a romantic moment. I'm, I'm I'll, I'll take you on a good date and then I will leave you. Right. I, I will just evaporate into the, into the, you know, into the night. I'm astounded by the number of times that I have hung out with you after you've been on a date. <laughs> like the, I seem to, um, get together with you after you are, um, after you've completed a date, which is so interesting that like they, they, they end at a certain point because you do see, you do seem very, um, uh, romantic and like <laughs> sweepy. And so I'm a good date, but also like I, I love being alone. Right. I'll probably be like an old bachelor. I'll probably be like the creepy old guy in a nice suit that walks around. With buttons in your apartment and your bed will go up and I'll down. Yeah, the apartment in Pillow Talk is great. (laughs) Everybody rent Pillow Talk and watch Rock Hudson's apartment and know that he's gay. Oh, gosh. Well, and then that's used in other movies, too. Those like those buttons. Mm-hmm. And then it's uh, in movies in the '90s, like in Van Wilder and stuff. Instead of like, what, a- what's the one with with, with uh, Doris Day and Cary Grant? Uh, is that Pillow Talk? No, no, I think that is Pillow Talk. I don't right, like Cary Cary Grant's on Pillow Talk. Is it? Well, are you thinking of the one when like one of them works at an ad agency? Yeah, yeah. that's um, that's not Pillow Talk. Pillow Talk is Rock Hudson. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, or um, or, or I'm wrong. Yeah, well, I, yeah, I think that they are two, they're two separate movies, yeah, but yeah. I, uh, I, God, I love, I love all of those where the, the message of the movie is like, well, a woman will try to be independent, but, but really she just wants flowers and kisses. Yeah. Like, and my heroes are people like, um, Marcello Mastroianni in movies where he's, you know, Marcello Mastroianni is the best, the best dressed Italian lover. And, but also we know him as a little older. Like, you know, he's not 20. He's, what was he, he in? I don't know who he is. Um, and all, like a lot of Fellini films, like, uh, Dolce Vita, Eight and a uh, Half. Okay. And, uh, there's, there's, there's a movie called, uh, Divorce Italian Style. I forget who directed it, but he's like, he, he's alone. He wants to be alone. Right. He, he falls in love, but rather he, like, he just wants to be like left alone. Yeah. And that's my, like, my, my joke is I, I never wake up wishing somebody was in my bed. I frequently wake up wishing somebody wasn't in my bed. <laughs> and I, there's not, there's nothing better than waking up and the girl is gone. Oh God. And I have a collection in my place. I, I, I could do a garage sale of jewelry. I have so many earrings, watches, 
and also watches like are probably grandma's watch, like like heirloom watches. Yeah. Do you think that's because women want an excuse to see you again, and they're they're leaving them? I, behind I can't tell if they're leaving in a, if they're leaving in a rush or or. or but the, the, there is certainly a thing where, where girls leave things behind. The, the, yeah, well, g- girls, men do that too. Well, I, I I don't fuck enough men to know, to verify that, but <laughs> uh, I, women intentionally leave something awesome behind, and I I have no idea. I have a box full of things. Oh, and yeah. I don't, I don't know whose they are. Ah, the worst, uh, speaking for my single days, uh, the worst is, uh, <laughs> leaving, leaving something behind that you really like and you don't want to see that person again. And then like, because I think men assume, I'm not saying you're doing this, but I, I know that I've been accused of, uh, leaving things behind because I wanted to see someone again and they're like, Hey, like, I got the necklace. Yeah. Come, let's go get dinner. I have that necklace. And I was like, no, I just, I just keep it. I lifted up my couch cushion, uh, the other day, because I couldn't find my phone, and I thought maybe it went between the couch cushion and underneath my couch cushion. It was a beautiful woman. <laughs> was a, dead a beautiful wo- a dead, dead woman. A dead woman, but she was Jeff, so beautiful. Stop, stop, stop. We can't edit anything so, out of this l- podcast. Long story short, I'm fucking her. No, no. <laughs> no, underneath my couch cushion was um, 70 hair scrunchies and, oh my and, God, and, and of what, 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 the little rubber band, like the little, you know, the little black. Yeah, hair bands. Hair bands. Yeah. I mean, like a lot of them, like, like dozens of them. Oh God. And, and I, like that, that, that represents, I've only been in that place for eight years. That's a lot of fucking scrunchies under oh one, gosh. under one cushion. There's a, a few years ago, my friend, my friend Maria and I, um, were spending a lot of time together and she met, um, there's this, uh, you, there's this beautiful building that's pretty close to here. That's next to the UCB and it's, it's in Los Angeles and an old building in Los the, Angeles the, is the like, Villa a yes. I love that place. Yes. Beautiful, I, I, this beautiful old apartment building. It's like old I, yeah. Hollywood. And, Mont- Montgomery Cliff used, used to live there. Oh, nice. Yeah. Well, and it's, and it's like, it's haunted and like, but it's, there's somebody who works yeah. there who like maintains this like old thing. And, uh, Maria, um, was asked out by this this writer for GQ. Is this very uh, fancy gentleman? I won't say his name, but it's similar <laughs> to Sterling. So we'll just call him Rod, Rod Sterling. <laughs> Rod Sterling. But he he has a name that that's like Burley or Sterling. It's, he's from the South, and it's just like this this like fancy old name that sounds very similar to Sterling. And, uh, he had this friend who was a sommelier who, like, we, when, it, when Maria, like, we ran into, I'm telling the story terribly. It's Maria your, and I it, were it's hanging out. It's your podcast. You can, you can do whatever you want. <laughs> uh, night You <laughs> just start singing. Remember that terrible night at the piano bar? You do whatever you want. They're closing that bar, by the way. Oh, are they? Uh, well, they should be probably because they're so mean to the straight women who come in there and try to sing. They weren't mean to you. There's a, there's a bar called the uh, the Other Side, which is a famous uh, gay piano bar that's been it's around really for, cool. a- for ages, and they're shutting it down. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah, and Aaron got up drunk as a fucking lord, <laughs> and, and, and she was on her phone forever. And there's, there's like old like great Broadway queens get up there and sing. There's like, like aging Broadway people and young guys, you know, young sexy gay guys that get up there, and sometimes women get up. And they Beautiful sing, voices. And, and they sing songs. Uh, you know, it's not karaoke. That you have to know the song. And 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 there's a piano player accompanying them. And Aaron was on, was on her phone. And Dan and Aaron, by the way, will fi- find a reason to fight about everything. And not fight, <laughs> just just like make each other miserable. <laughs> and Aaron's on her phone forever. And Dan's like, Aaron, I, like, like, what are you doing? Facebooking something? Like, what, what the fuck is going well, on? Well, I had said to him earlier, I need to stop twittering when I'm drunk. Right. And so, and, he, and was so like, he, he was accusing you of that, but what she was doing, what Aaron was doing was, was looking up lyrics to a song 
and she wanted to learn the lyrics. So she was writing down, she was transposing uh, uh, lyrics uh, so she could go up and sing a song. What was the song? Uh, uh, dream a Little Dream. Dream a Little Dream. It's a great, a great song. You were... Someone argue a very simple song. Uh, uh, yes. Uh, it, it was uh, it was terrific. Uh, yeah, I got up there and the player, the the guy on the piano was, I told him the song. He was like, what key? And I was like, the one that she does. <laughs> and he's like, no, that's And not. then he changed. He's like, no, you, you sing in D, not, you, you're not, you're not, you're not A, whatever. And it was. I oh. just know that hell is singing at a piano bar and having the piano player sing along with you because you're not singing the lyrics right. And he's trying to coach you through the rest of the song. It was rough. It was rough. But they're closing it down. Maybe because of you. <laughs> Possibly. Um, but it's funny when I do things like that, then that, those are the moments when Dan's like, ah, I love you so much. Uh, so happy that I'm dating somebody who makes big mistakes like that. Um, anyway, so <laughs> <laughs> we, like I got, I got my car towed because I accidentally parked in front of a driveway and I was so embarrassed. And Dan was like, look, I, I want to. That night you got towed? No, 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 no. Uh, no like night. a month, no, like a month ago or something. I parked in front of a driveway and, and Dan had to like drive me to the, the, the tow yard. And uh, I was so embarrassed. And he was like, you know, I, I don't want to be in love with somebody who doesn't get their car towed. Like, I, I like that you like don't care about these things. That's dude. great. Anyway, so uh, my friend Maria, she had been talking to this guy. We'll, we'll call him Sterling. She had been talking to him about going on a date sometime. And her and I were hanging out uh, at this uh, this cafe nearby at the Bourgeois Pig sitting outside. And Sterling walked up with his uh, with his buddy, Nat, uh, short for Nathaniel, uh, <laughs> who's a sommelier at the Chateau Maman. And he looks like, he looks like he walked out of a, uh, silent film. And not just because he looks old timey, he's so pale and has like, just like dark hair. <laughs> he's, and he's, he's naturally black and white. Yes. But right. he, he looks, he looks like, he looks old Hollywood, but he's, he's handsome and kind of like a weird, way and they walked up and said hello and then later maria got a call from sterling and he was like you know would you and would you and aaron be interested in going on a a date with me and nat they both live in this fancy old building the sommelier and the writer for gq he's also a novelist and he wants he wants to be like a um this sounds good yeah so it it sounds great uh we're both we're both very excited and uh we we walk over there and we go to their roof and we're having we're having cocktails, but like it all felt so uh, so manufactured. And I I have too many stories where I'm where I'm a little too mouthy. Like if if I uh, <laughs> if I feel like a, a man is uh, is putting the moves on me in a way that's like not charming because it's so so false. Like let me oh you you, you call, I'm trying to think of a good example of this. Um, like, like putting lines on you, like, like yes, yeah, yeah that, that are really uh, transparent, and it's you know it's not always me like being mean. A lot of time it's just, it feels like the elephant in the room, and I just want to say no, 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 no. I'm smarter than that. Like that's fine. Let's yeah. laugh about you saying that dumb line. Well, what, what, what would you rather the guy do? Just 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 be yeah, honest. Just Clark Gable, you and fucking you know, yeah, or just it, like yeah. I I just want you to be uh, just just be yourself. It's more attractive if I. If you're comfortable with your flaws. People are incapable of being themselves. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we're sitting on this roof and, uh, Sterling and Maria are, uh, are hitting it off. And I'm, I'm talking to this guy, Nat, and he immediately is just kind of like, I could tell he's just, I make a couple of jokes and he is just checked out and is no longer interested. Uh, doesn't like what I have to say. And then I don't like him. Your jokes are frequently very racist. Uh, ex- exclusively racist. Yeah, right, yeah. Um, 
So I'm I'm talking about uh, how Asian people are great drivers, and, and he's turned off. Right. And but we we go. Da- Sterling is like, well, you know, let's go on a tour of the building. You know, at the, this point, like, it's still it doesn't seem like it's it's hopeless for me and Nat. Like he's talking to me. Oh, this is what it is. He's talking to me about wine. He's sommelier at the Chateau Marmont, so he thinks he's the most important person in the world. Also, his actual name is Nat. He's actually a sommelier, and if he's listening, I don't care. You're an obnoxious prick. <laughs> um, so he's talking to me about wine, and he was like, well, what kind of wine do you like? And I was like, well, you know, I actually, I don't, I don't know that much about wine. And he was like, all right, well, here we go. You know, like, <laughs> I have to talk to one of these uh, non-wine people. And then we... Um, we go down into Sterling's apartment and uh, Sterling's giving us a tour of the apartment. He lives in this really nice place. We go into, he has this like, it's not the bathroom, but it's like the powder room outside of the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And he has a drawer. The, the vanity. The vanity. He lives there alone. He's he's very much a bachelor. Uh, both of these guys were 10 years older than we were uh, when I was like 23 or something. And the, the drawer is open by the vanity and it's full of women's hair pants. It is just full of hairbands, right. and it's the, it's it's not like this apartment is disheveled. It's 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 the first thing your eyes go to is this drawer full of hairbands. Why, why were you going through his drawers? No, no, it was open. Oh, we're, he was giving us a tour. Oh, we're I all see. standing there. The drawers right in front of all of us, and I was like, Do you "Oh, think, are it, those was it open on purpose?" Well, I don't, I don't know. I said, I said, well, are the, I kind of think it was because I was like, oh, hey, are those women's hairbands, Sterling? And he was like, haha, you know, ladies leave things behind and then close the drawer. <laughs> oh, and and I was yeah. just like, oh, and I like, I texted Maria like abort. Let's, let's get out of here. This guy is like, in, he in, thinks he's in a movie. In that building, there's a woman and I, I don't want to, I don't want to, uh, name names because these are people that I love. And so I don't, I, I don't want to do names, but there was a woman that lived there and her daughter. Daughter, I dated for a while, and she was a great musician, like a wonderful musician, and she still is. And uh, we dated for like forty-five seconds, like you know, like we just like kind right. of how I do it, uh, like you know, and I, how you I, do I, it. I, I, I kiss you and uh, and and then push you down on the grass, like when I was four years old. And, uh, but we dated for a while, and it was a, her mother lived in that building forever, and then she died. And people that, if, if anyone knows that building, they'll know exactly who I'm talking about. And then also they can figure out who the, who the, other, the girl was. So we, This we, is the mystery episode. We, we, of we stopped dating. I, I just don't want to name. Like, no, name no, no, no. It's fine. Because she's wonderful. So we st- we dated for a bit. It was too emotional and too too wild. And uh, but she, I, was, I was crazy about her. And she was crazy about me for like a, a moment in time. And then so I go into the Bigfoot Lodge one night. And I'm just by myself, and this is before like I wore suits all the time, but I had, I had Converse on, and I walk in, and this really pretty girl goes, like, Converse! Hey, Converse! I look, I look over, and this, this kind of sexy rock and roll chick, you know, I was, you know, mid-late 20s at the time, and she mm-hmm. was, you know, probably early 30s, but super foxy, and she's with a table full of people at a booth at the Bigfoot Lodge, and she's like, come over here! So I sit down, and within moments of being there, her hand is in my lap, on my dick, and she's just like, "I'm gonna fuck you tonight." I'm like, "Tonight we're gonna go fuck." And and, and then she and she like like it's really like and, and her friends are like, "Wow!" Like and like, what are you doing? Um, I'm enjoying it. She's she was awesome, and so we're having drinks, and she's like, "I'm taking you home tonight." So so we leave the place, and 
we leave the place only because if we'd stayed there, we would have been fucking at the booth and, and gone to jail. So we go to her place. Her place happens to be like a, a, a mansion in the, in the Hollywood Hills. Uh, like which a, is why she feels okay buying people. A ridiculous, like... Ordering like, people. Well, yeah, she, yeah, she just... Like, she, Converse. She, Converse. Having you for dinner tonight. So, so like, she's like, I'm, ta- I'm, ta- I'm taking my place. So we go to the place... And and uh, she goes, I'm going to get naked, and you get naked. I'm going to go to the bathroom for a second. Uh, and she puts some music on, and the music she puts on is the music of the girl that I had just stopped. Oh! Uh, just stopped dating, yeah. whose mom lived at the Villa Carlotta. And she comes out, and she is dead sexy. Like, her, it's like flawless. And she has right. the... I, I'm, not, I'm not really into, like, tattooed people's... You know, like, 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 they have a tattoo, but don't have, you know... Enough of the tattoos. Yeah. But she had the best tattoo in the world on her back. It was like a cherry blossom going from her ass to like to the, to the, to the nape of her neck. It was a beautiful, delicate Japanese cherry blossom. It was great. And she goes like, she's like, I'm going to fuck you so hard tonight. Like, 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 I want you just to fuck me. Like, fuck me in the ass. So this point is getting repetitive. She's like, like, fuck me in the ass tonight. I'm like, I'm like, okay, right, here we go. And I said, do you have, do you have a condom? And she's like, no. I'm like, okay. And I just got up and put my clothes on. She's like, where are you going? I said, I don't know you, and you want a stranger to fuck you in the ass. I said, like, yeah. I, like I don't want my dick to fall off tomorrow. <laughs> and so I got up and left, uh, oh, and, and like I, I didn't, I didn't want to hurt her feelings, but like, I'm probably not the first guy that's that's uh, the first stranger that's fucked her in the ass. Right. And yeah. I, uh, it sounds like she just lives da- dangerously. I was turned off. I'm, I'm gonna guess porn. Mm, interesting. Yeah. Oh, okay, because she lived in this big mansion. I don't know. She, have you, f- have I, you Googled Cherry Blossom porn star? <laughs> no. Cherry Blossom porn star who loves Fiona Apple? No. There was another girl that I dated. Uh, <laughs> she, she, I, I used to teach swing dancing at the Derby, and there's a girl that came up. And she, she, <laughs> there's she, a bummer of a sentence. She, she spoke like she was beautiful, but she, she talked like this. She's like a bimbo, but she spoke like five languages fluently. She, right, she was like a genius. Yeah. But she had tons of money, and this was back when I was broke, and she had like just wads of hundreds, like like a like a like a you know a puff daddy roll yeah, yeah, yeah. of hundreds, rubber banded, yeah, for real. And and she would just pay every, for everything with hundreds. And uh, I have a ch- I have a chip in my tooth that's been repaired since, and that's from her at the Chateau Marmont. Yeah, uh, she chipped my Shout tooth. Shout out to Nat. Hello, Matt. Nat. Nat, sorry. And uh, she <laughs> she she, sure she would never tell me what she did for a living. Uh, I, I found out later on <laughs> that she, she worked at, uh, the Mitchell Brothers strip club in San Francisco, did a fisting act. <laughs> oh, yeah, you pointed that place out where you were in San Francisco and yeah. you, you're like, oh, up there, that's where the- yeah. <laughs> a fisting And act. apparently it was, an, it was an awesome junkie too. Like, like, uh, like, like she was just great at it. It's so like, like heroin and the fisting. I was like, I, like, I just. Are you fisted in your bottom or in your vagina? Or is, does it doesn't matter? Me or the, or her? Uh, you. Are you I've never fisted been, I've in never, your... I've never been fisted. Well, you have to, if you had to choose, would it be your vagina? She your did vagina? do a thing though with the finger up the butt while she was uh, giving me a head that was fucking r- ridiculously amazing. <laughs> Can we talk about this? Yeah, please. Um, I, she, it was the first girl that ever did the thing with a prostate with a finger, like, goes up uh-huh. and, 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 and I came like a laser beam. <laughs> Like, it, like, like normally, like, normally when you come, it's like, you know, like, 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 you know, little convulsions, you know, like, 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 you know, like, a spur, a spur, a spur. Sure, sure, sure. It was, um, it was a lightsaber, a, a, a lightsaber. And, lightsaber. uh, yeah, it was like, it was the most ridiculous thing in the world. It was awesomely violating. And for some reason, like, I, I, it took me like a day to come off of that. Like, it was, it was, it was ridiculous. Uh-huh. So say what you will about that girl. And she, I, only, and she only referred to me as cowboy because I was in a show at, at Disneyland where I played a cowboy and she right, came right, down right. and saw me 
and I was dressed as a cowboy. So she referred to me as cowboy to all of our friends. And so she would speak in French or in Spanish or in German or like, you know, yeah. Russian. Like she spoke. She also wrote her own language. Uh, but she's like, oh, everybody, uh, this, this is the cowboy. Cow- uh, like, this is the cowboy. Cowboy, meet my friend so-and-so. And we were at a bar, and this old French guy who looked like uh, like Jean Gabin, like an old like, you know, French actor. He, he was uh-huh. this beautiful, like, old French dude, super classy. And he, he's, he pulls me aside, and he's smoking a cigarette. And it's like a scene from, like, like a Jules Dassin movie. And he goes, Jeff, may I ask you a question? And I was like, yeah, he goes, why do they call you the cowboy? <laughs> I said, I don't know. <laughs> oh, oh, that's a great nickname. Women love giving you nicknames that start with the letter C. Also, women love uh, dressing me up and putting me in makeup. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's. Uh, <laughs> women love putting me in lingerie. Well, and, and, putting and me in you makeup. don't hate it. I love it. Yeah, no, it's that's funny. We one of the first times we hung out, we we played uh, uh, dress up. And I went to a par- were- I went to a party uh, with a buddy of mine. Or he called me up. If, if my, if I have a friend Nick. If 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 you get a phone call from Nick at three a.m. and he says come meet me, you have to go. <laughs> Only because I like you know, yeah. It's it's going to be an adventure, right? Uh, <laughs> if I have something to do the next day, I, I just don't pick up the phone. But he calls me. He's like, come over right now. I went there. There was four girls, two guys. The, the, uh, Nick and the other guy split immediately with one of the girls. So it's me and these two girls. Right. And they instantly put me in women's lingerie. <laughs> and I'm six four, so you know it's it's ill fitting, you know. But you know, but like here I'm I'm stockings, garters, <laughs> p- panties, <laughs> makeup, and stuff like that. And uh, w- one of the greatest shadiest things of all time: a girl takes a uh, a Ritalin pill. Like, like kind of pinkish, orangish, like Ritalin pill, which I've never seen before. Okay. And she crushes it up and chops it up like a line of Coke. Uh huh. And she puts the Coke on my dick <laughs> and snorts a line of Ritalin off of my dick. Were you giggling? No, I was fascinated. <laughs> that just seems like such a funny, like, so, like, if you, if you don't know some very, someone very well and they do something like really daring and intimate like that, I don't know how you couldn't just like giggle hysterically. If I had a penis and someone was trying to snort some sort of so, orange powder off my penis, I would just be laughing hysterically. Uh, and then I would probably pee a little because I, uh. Oh, I can't pee. I, I, I can, I, like, n- nothing embarrasses me, but I can't pee in front of people. <laughs> Cannot pee in front of people. I, I, I could go naked on, 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 on the stage at Hollywood Bowl. Uh, wouldn't bother me a bit. If a guy walks in the bathroom and I'm peeing, I can't pee. <laughs> Cannot do it. That must be, that must be a great sound effect for like a guy who walks in the bathroom. He hears a stream that just, just stops. Yeah, that's, that's, Does it literally just stop? That's the thing. If, Amazing. Yeah, people are listening. I had a, speaking of peeing and intimacy, <laughs> uh, I'm curious how you feel yeah. about this. I am, um, can I pee for you? Uh, no, I, I had this, uh, I had this, this. She's peeing right now. <laughs> I had this ex-boyfriend, uh, but we're in the bathroom. So it's not weird. I'm in the bathtub. I'm not on the toilet. So it was a little gross, but anyway, it's midnight. Um, <laughs> I had this ex-boyfriend. It's midnight. It's midnight. In the past, I've been a little squeamish about, uh, bathroom humor. Like I'm, I'm, I have like the worst mouth in, in the world and I say the grossest things, but I, um, I don't, uh, historically have not enjoyed Joking about pee and poo. P 
pee and poo. Uh, you and and Dan uh, have forced that out of me because that's all you talk about. And one of the first dates that I was on with Dan, like he made like a, a joke about pooping, and I said like, oh, you know, like it was kind of gross because I went to the bathroom and he's like, I shake a big shit or something, and I was like, oh, actually, I don't, I don't really like that. And that was the first time that Dan was like, don't tell me what to do. <laughs> Right. Anyway, um, yeah. I wonder, is that because, does that come from like, uh, kids like seeing other little girls pee or like it's, I feel like pee, like when you, when you're, when you're really little, like one of the first sexual experiences you have is probably like peeing <laughs> near another little boy or like you're hanging out in the woods, you're playing hide and seek and you're like, well, I'm just going to pee. I've told you my, my story. I have been peed on. I, uh, it's not a sexy story. When I was in middle school, <laughs> you, you don't say <laughs> When I, when I was in middle school, I, I was involved in this, this thing called Christian Youth Theater in Temecula, California, and there was this big, um, uh, capture the flag game with all these kids. And like, they and so, on you? Uh, listen up. So, <laughs> they, which is how they played. Uh, no, we were, we were playing capture the flag, and I, uh, I was especially uncool. And I just like I really didn't want to like lose for my team, so right. I was I was really oh, committed. Yes. yes, and you were hiding in a bush. I was hiding in a bush, and I and, and I was hiding in a bush, and a guy from the other team like came up and like came right up to the bush, so I was like silent at the bottom of the bush. His, uh, his name was Brian, and I happened to also have a crush on him. Good heavens! Uh, he was he was playing the Pharaoh and Joseph in the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. Uh, <laughs> he he came up to me, or he came up to the bush. He did not see me, and he he just took took out his penis and started uh, peeing in the bush, and then peed all over my shoulder and my neck. But I didn't say anything, and I just I ran into the house and, and called my parents, and I was like, I got I got to get out of here. Uh, <laughs> things things have taken a turn for the worse. Um, aye, aye, aye. I'm not, uh, I, this, this party didn't make me, didn't make me especially cool. If someone is interested in something like that, or if someone has some sort of like kinky thing, uh, would, what do you think is the best way for a woman to approach that? Like, what do you, is it to like surprise you with the, with the, with the finger and then the laser or is it? Uh, no, you, if, yeah, if, if it's, do you write a note? No, no, I think, I think you, you, you discuss things and I think like the, 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 the secret to being good in bed is to be open about stuff. Like, right. like say what you like. But that and woman say with a pee, like. she she said like, "I like to be peed on," and you're like, "Eject, please." So that's kind of a bummer. Well, no, but I told her I was like, "Like, I'm 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 not into that." And she goes, she goes like, she goes, like, "I go, do you do it like in bed?" She goes, "No, she's only in the shower. I don't want to have to clean up afterwards." And she goes, "And never in the morning because morning pee is gross." I'm like, All "Okay, right. so you don't that. get to have so many rules. Yeah, we have lines. Come on, you're full of lines. She has more rules than you do." <laughs> So, but you would have still slept with her if she was like, oh, okay, fine. Well, we don't have to do that. Or did that gross you out that she was into that? Well, I I jokingly, well, this is, I I didn't want to say what I said. Uh, I, I, she, she talked, we talked about the ping. She's like, you're a prude. I said, no, I'm not a prude. Like, like you have lines too. And I I said, I said, I just want to meet a nice girl that uh, that can fuck in the ass and come all over her face. And (laughs) as, as a joke, and she like, cocked her head to the side and like battered her eyelashes like it was uh, like, like the most romantic thing she'd ever oh heard. my goodness oh my goodness well, there's a story uh, uh one time I, I, when I when i was really girl crazy like i'm 38 now when, when i was 30 i was so girl crazy i would go to a bar and if there was no pretty girls in there i would leave i would go to 9 10 11 bars in a night and i would determine to find this prettiest <laughs> girl in there and leave with her right my confidence was that high and I was just like, was that girl crazy? And so I went into a bar and I saw this girl. Uh, she turned to me and she goes, what's your, what's your sign? 
And I, I just, from the moment she asked me that, I said, I, we're born on the same day. I just knew it. Yeah. And she goes, what's your birthday? I said, October 6th, 1973. And she goes, and she looks for her purse and her wallet. Like I'd stole uh, her, like I'd, I'd ripped off her ID and known that. Yeah. And she goes, how did you know that? I said, I, I just, I just know. Granted, this is the 400th time you had said that to somebody. Oh, no, I say every, I say. <laughs> it's every person. I said it to you. Born on the same day? No, no, but I, I, I just knew when she said, I said, I'm a Libra and we're, we're born on the same day. And actually we were born an hour apart, about 20 miles apart. Wow. Very weird. We had nothing in common, but so yeah. we, so we, so, we, so, so, <laughs> That's so funny that the end of that story was like, you, yeah, you had nothing she, she in common. She was like this, like, like raver. She D- was a manager at Circuit City. She's like a rave, <laughs> rave kid, DJ, super like sexy Latina girl, like who wore like, you know, giant like moon boots. And, right, right, right. And super foxy and stuff like that. And then we had like the best sex of all time. And, uh, one time we were having sex and the condom broke and it came off like, like I didn't know it was broken until I like, Came out and it was like a hula skirt. It was just oh, like, God. it was just in, ri- <laughs> in ribbons. And I was a like, oh no. Skirt. And she like very dutifully, without me asking to, she went the next day, went to Planned Parenthood, took a, what do you call it? Are, are you morning four? after pill. Yeah. Yeah. The morning. Was it, are you 486? What's it called? I, yeah, I don't know. She, she, she took, she took the morning after pill and like dealt with it. So like a month later, I'm at her place and this is, this, this is still so long ago. This is back when people had answering machines that you could hear in the room. I don't know what that is. And it's Saturday morning, and I'm at her, I'm at her place, and uh, we, had, we, had, we had a great night. And, and there it goes, beep, hello, uh, so-and-so, uh, this is uh, this is Tammy from Planned Parenthood Hollywood. Uh, you need to call me immediately. Oh, my with God. With some very, very important news. Call me right now. Oh, no. And I hear that, and my blood runs cold, and uh. I curl up into a ball. And she hadn't heard it, so I wake her up, and she hears it, and she turns white and takes the phone and leaves the bedroom. And I become the most religious man in the world. And I, I was like, okay, so it's either AIDS or a baby, or a baby with AIDS, or I have, I'm have i a baby and I have AIDS. Or, or I just <laughs> the gave, man that you slept with is a baby I with AIDS. I just gave all babies AIDS. And, but she, either she or I both have AIDS or both have a baby. All babies have AIDS. Uh, it's like like... It was a doomsday message. And so yeah, she, she, terrifying. She, she leaves the room for 30 days. I, 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 oh, it, it takes forever for her to come back. In, in that time, did you study your penis? Um, no, I, I, I curled up into the fetal position well, and, and made peace. I'm just peace. like the next logical thing is you're like, what, is there anything happening with this? Like you, you want to know information. So you're doing your own research, I, but I, you just curled up. And I, I just thought AIDS or a baby. Okay. She's pregnant and I'm fanatical about condoms. I'm like I'm like Mr. Safe Sex, but like one yeah. time, things went weird with the broken. You love their work. I hate well, the condoms are the worst, but you have to wear them. So she comes back in, and it's it's hard to say this over a podcast. Because it's, it's really a, quick. It, did it, you want AIDS or a baby? I, I was I was actually asking myself that like like like, like <laughs> do I want do I want to be a father or do I want to die in, 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 in instantly? Uh, That's not what AIDS. Do. They don't kill you instantly. Well, they, they might as well. <laughs> And, and it's like, like, whatever, whatever the case was, clearly my life had changed. Like this right, is now, right, right. this is yeah. a turning point in my life because of some moment of indiscretion. Yeah. So I'm, I'm laying there and I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ. And I was so bummed out and I'm just praying to God on high, like, like, please don't let it be like whatever the worst version of this is. She comes back in, in the room and she's ashen, completely pale. And she just stands in the doorway with the phone dangling at her side and just staring at me for like 
10 seconds. And I'm like, uh, my heart just goes snap. And she sits on the edge of the bed and goes, <sighs> she puts the phone down and she just looks at me. 20 seconds, just shaking her head, just totally pale. I'm like, oh my God, like it's worse than, like, what, what could this possibly be? Uh, and, yes, and, you're and, killing and, me. And, and she looks at me and she goes, so, Jeff, um, I have chlamydia and I got up into the uh. cartwheel. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, er, 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 everybody dance now. She got so angry. Was like, yeah. like jumping around the room, cheering, and she was so angry. And she's like, don't, what, what are you so happy about? It's like, don't do that. Like, 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 like chlamydia, you take a, you, you, they give you a, pe- a penicillin thing and yeah. it goes away. I was like, geez, like, oh my God. And she goes, you gave it to me. I said, I can guarantee you I didn't fucking give you chlamydia. All right. So, I walked out of that house. So she go, asked me to fuck on the ass. I so, didn't. So we go to Planned Parenthood that day on a Saturday. And this is the first and only time I've been to Planned Parenthood. And uh, God bless Planned Parenthood for what they do. Because it's, mm-hmm. it, it's a valuable service. <laughs> I get there. But it's busy. Yeah. It's, 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 it's an, a Saturday. It's an emergency room. And it's emergencies. People are there because of babies or of diseases. Like that's why people are there. Well, or 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 birth control or well, like yeah, the but, teens that are. But on a raised. Saturday, the people were there. Like this was this was it was it was nine one one shit. Like it was right. pe- people were bummed out, and we're like twelfth in line. And so I was there for four hours, like in the waiting room. Yeah. And we're sitting there, and she's just arms crossed, scowling at me, like you goddamn, you gave me chlamydia. I was like, sweetheart, I I can absolutely guarantee you that uh, I did not give it to you. That's a losing game. Well, trying I mean, like, to like, argue you know, that it's a bummer. Like, there's no way to, there's probably no way to prove it. Turns out there is, and, and, that, and that comes up. So I, at great length, she gets called in, then I get called in. We, I think we were there for four, four and a half hours. Really? And so finally I get called in, and the doctor that, that sees me, beautiful black woman that looks a lot like Felicia Rashad, like the mom uh-huh. from, from, from Cosby Show. Beautiful. Yeah. And she goes, okay, uh, just take, just take all your clothes off and get on the, on the, on the, on the, uh, on the table and I'll be back in a second. So she leaves. I take my clothes off. I get on the table. I'm just laying there nude and she comes back in and she's like, no, this, you're supposed to put the gown on. The the, you're said, just lying I said, there, said dude. you didn't say anything about the gown. So, so I was like, like, I was like, uh, I said, but, but I said, but like, I said, presenting, <laughs> laying there like Burt Reynolds in the rug. <laughs> And she and this beautiful woman comes back and she's like, "No, you're supposed to put the thing on." I was like, "You didn't uh, tell me about the thing. I didn't know there was the, the gown." Doctor Rashad. Uh, so so I put like, I put the thing on, but that's a formality because what's well, the next thing that happens is she lifts it up over over my head and starts right, just right, absolutely right. juggling my nuts for the next hour and a half. <laughs> and so she's looking at this and looking at that, and she's she's just and I'm a little ticklish. So I'm trying oh, to fight boy. back a laugh. Because, well, you can't fight back the laugh. Uh, and if you start laughing, there's no recovery. You're just not dead. only are you ticklish, you go insane if you're tickled. You hate it so much. But this and is more about you giggling. There's no pulling back from the. I'm, I'm just like, I'm just like trying to sublimate the fucking like the ticklishness. And she, this pretty woman is like down there, and she's like looking at my dick and looking at my balls, and she's like she's really getting in, in there. And she goes, "Okay, well, your girlfriend tested positive for chlamydia." You probably don't have it. You, if you do, like, it, it, it's, we'll give you, there's two ways to go about it. I can yeah. take this giant 12 inch Q tip and stick it down your P 
pee hole, your Ooh. urethra, and swab it out and take a culture sample. Just to double check, men don't like that, right? That's uncomfortable. Uh, well, that, I'm, I'm, I'm of that camp. Uh, <laughs> or you, I can just give you this penicillin or whatever it is and, uh, and you don't have it anymore. Right. And I can swab your mouth and we can also find out. I was like, I'll take that one. Yeah. I, I said, do, and does anybody choose the first one? And she goes, you'd be surprised. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Like, yeah, you, you, you must have seen it all. And he's like, no, like, uh-huh. guys want me to fucking stick a giant bamboo shoot down their cock. I mean, Dr. Rashad. And I'm like, oh yeah. So I'm like, oh boy. So I said, I'll, I'll just take the mouth swab. And she goes, if you, if you tested positive for it, we'll tell you. But when you take this penicillin, you, you don't have it anymore either way. Right. I said, well, terrific. She goes, but I'll call you if, if you have it. And, uh, I never got that call. So I didn't have it. I, I, I was right. right. She was like, she, she got it. I did not. And also it's way easier for women to contract things because like, you know, women are more of a receptacle for things than men are. Yeah. Uh, I feel a so, lot of people call vagina the nature's trash can. <laughs> I, I, I hadn't heard that. <laughs> but uh, it's, 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 it's very, it's very easy for women to contract things. It's, it's harder for men to contract certain things. Right. Um, it's, it's easy for men to transmit them and women get them and, yeah. and not, not the way, other way around, which is why women are better people than men. Oh boy. I, the last time. Well, I, on, no, so this, oh, this, yeah. this, this story ain't over by a mile. So, so I'm laying there. <laughs> and so now I'm like, I'm just laying there and she's, and she's got my dick and balls in her hand and she, and she's, I'm. Does she have I, to shoot your penis with a No, no. Swab? She gives me the mouth swab and she, she, and she says, this is the pills you take. Have it, uh, eat something and then take this and you'll be good. And she goes, while we're here, while you're doing it, did you, have you ever given yourself a testicular cancer exam? I said, no, I haven't. She goes, well, I'm going to do it. I'm going to show you how to do it. Uh, that, she was that, trying to fuck you. that involves a very, very intimate massage of your nuts, which is, uh, it's a delicate part of the male anatomy. And she oh proceeds God. to like absolutely, uh, do this Cirque du Soleil routine on my fucking balls. And, and it's, I'm like, Oh my God. And in the middle of it, right as she's doing it, and I'm trying not to die laughing or cry, knock on the door. She goes, come in. I go, whoa, 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 whoa. And, and, and a girl walks in and this, it's this beautiful young nurse. Like, right. and I'm, I'm not saying like beautiful nurse, but like, like this sexy girl. Who's is this Planned Parenthood in yes. the Valley? In, no, in Hollywood. Okay. On Vermont. Ch- try it out. It's fucking amazing. And this is years ago, but I hope they're still there. A very good looking young lady uh, walks in, you know, in her, like her early 20s. Mm-hmm. And she comes in. Knock, knock. Come in. I'm like, whoa. And she comes in and the, the, the Felicia Rashad has my balls in her hand. And the girl comes in and she's like, oh, I, like, uh, how's it going? And, and, and the doctor goes, she's uh, an intern and like, like, I, like, I need her to like to watch this. I'm like, okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, fine. Let's, let's, let's just, let's just get this over with. Also, she and, has the mouth of a And so, so now she starts over and she's saying like, this is how you administer a, t- a testicular oh can- my God. cancer exam. And I want to die. And so there's two pretty women standing there looking at like, just, you know, like it's, it's, it's intimate. And, Are you getting turned on? And now, midway through the second try, <laughs> come in. And I said, hey, hey. I said, here's the new rules. <laughs> so yeah, here's the from new now rules. on, it's knock, knock. Who's there? <laughs> like, 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 it could be anybody. The girl that comes in, it's another woman, by the way. She comes in. She's the girl from the front desk. She's the girl that I've known for four hours from sitting at the front desk. She's not a doctor. She's a receptionist. Now she's in the room. I said, is there, a, I, I said, like, is there a button you're pushing? <laughs> like, oh, yeah. I, I said, uh, I said, do you want to make any calls? And they, and they, <laughs> they all start laughing. I'm like, come on, guys. This is, uh, like, how many more yeah. people are going to come in this room right now? 
as, as a, like like or, or should we make some calls and like or, or, or should we go pink that and get some beer? <laughs> and so they now they're nervous. Uh, and then the doctor looks at me at, at fucking great length. She lets f- finally lets go of me, and she looks me in the eyes and she goes, "Everything looks good." Uh, but then she pauses. <laughs> she, she but she pauses like well, by maintaining eye contact, and I was certain she was going to go real good. <laughs> And I said, uh, this is, this is either the best or worst day of my life. Like, oh my God. I said, can, can I please get dressed and get out of here? Is oh, it- not, I, I don't want you to feel violated, but like clearly they have some code that's like, we gotta, we got one. <laughs> uh, we got a cowboy in here. The cowboy's here. I, I mean, I, and, and the, I just, don't. just find some excuse. Say you're an intern. You're the janitor. Say you're an intern. But I really feel like there was, there, it was an inside job, but there was, there's a little like button under yeah, the table. There, yeah. Where they go, like, there had to have been. I mean, like but, they, they do some sort of signal. But, yeah. But, Cause there's no need, need for everyone to watch I, your, your balls get handled. I'm not a doctor and I don't know exactly what the Hippocratic oath is, but I'm pretty sure, uh, you're not allowed just to walk in on, on that exam. Yeah. But people do. are people. <laughs> you know, you're a tall drink of water. You walk into the Planned Parenthood. They've been talking to 14 year old teenagers. Yeah. So we girls were, were pregnant. So I took the girl. We went and had lunch at, at Fred 62 for some reason. I'm sure but, that was a blast. No, but yeah. If you like terrible food and no service. And uh, we, 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 I, we, 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 we both took our shot of penicillin. And I said, like, and she's like, still mad at me. It turns out I didn't have it. Yeah. She yeah, yeah. did. Did you say that? Like, well, we know. We only, we find this out 40 hours later when, you know. Right. Oh goodness! That I uh, no, those women absolutely. The same girl. One time we, we were we were having sex at my place, uh, the, the apartment that I was evicted, and the sheriffs came and threw me out. And <laughs> we, were, we were having sex on the couch, and she was naked except for these like really giant platform shoes, like right, like like, yeah. like rave like like you know, patent leather, like like like, like like you know like six inch yeah, platforms, yeah, yeah. like giant yeah. go go boots, and she was. Some people call them uh, idiot stilts. Right. <laughs> well, she was naked and had those <laughs> dumb on. person identifiers. And I'm on the couch and like like she's giving me head and this is a great podcast by the way. And she she tries to stand up like like so we can go to the like take it to the bedroom, uh-huh. but she falls backwards because oh, she's on these p- p- precarious <laughs> and adults. and to to save herself from falling backwards and breaking her neck, she tries to stabilize her by holding my dick. Oh, no. <laughs> and the only response is, I have to, like, go with it. So, like, yeah, I, yeah, I have yeah. to, like, get up, too. So we end up both, like, tumbling across the apartment. I was like, that's a bad instinct. Uh, like, yeah, yeah. S- save yourself. Yeah, don't do that. Hey, guys. I, I'm not going to... Uh... I'm not going to lie. Um, I'm a very sensitive person. And that's not me trying to manipulate you into subscribing to the show on iTunes and reviewing it. Uh, but if it works, let's go with that. Um, I, I would love for you to subscribe to the show and, and say nice things about it or just say how you feel about it. Tell a friend. Tell a couple of friends. Um, you know, get together those listening parties where you, you, you get a maybe you get a um, a blow up kiddie pool and you sit outside, you play play it on your speakers, you listen you listen to some lemonade, you um, I started saying listen to some lemonade and I just let myself say it. Also, you can go to feralaudio.com and uh, click on click on this feels terrible, and you can uh, donate um, donate some money if you want to. That's that's a nice thing to do. You don't have to do it. Obviously, you don't have to do it. We have no way of tracking you down. Also, you can email me 
email me anything you'd like at uh, thisfeelsterrible@gmail.com. I will check it all the time. You can email me fan art. I will appreciate it and um, show it show it to everyone. Um, and now let's go back to the show. Uh, they say that uh, that women uh, once you turn eighteen, you should get a you should get an annual exam where the doctor checks you out and makes sure everything looks okay. And uh, for my last one, like nine months ago, I went to a new doctor. This like I had this terrible HMO, and I went to a doctor on Western and Santa Monica. And if you're from LA, like K- that Kaiser. Is, uh no, no I, I I had Blue Cross Blue Shield, but I'm sure they accepted Kaiser at this. Anyway, the the office was was awful, and um, and, and they're very rude and whatever. I <laughs> I was I go in for my exam, and so they do. I had a I had signed up for a female doctor, and I I go to the the receptionist, and they say, well, you know our. She's she's out, but um, doc, Dr. Klevorkian is here. Uh, he's a great doctor. Not Dr. Klevorkian. <laughs> no. Well, uh, you know, Klevorkian is my Felicia Rashad. You understand what this man looks like when I call him Dr. Klevorkian. He looks like Dr. Klevorkian. <laughs> he did. Well, he, so I, I was like, well, you know, it's fine because I want to be, I don't want to be sexist. Um, I don't really want a strange man examining my uh, vagina. I. Um, oh, so you mean Armenian? He happened to be Armenian, but like it has nothing to do with him being Armenian. Uh, so I, I go in and he, he comes in and like there's, you know, when, you know, when some, uh, when people are so old, uh, especially men that like they just have stalactites on their face in weird places. You don't know what it is, but they just have this like crust all over them. And this was him and he, he, he came in and he, uh, I had undressed and I was like wearing the gown and I'm like, just be cool, be cool, be cool, be cool. And, um, I happened to, I was afraid to get a, um, this, like, is, for, this is for your, you know, this you, is a pap smear. Yeah. And then, like, I had, I had been, uh, I had been exam before, but I had never gotten an official pap smear. And so, uh, I didn't know exactly how it works, but basically the a stranger rapes you with metal tools. And this, this doctor didn't speak a lot of English. So I'm sitting there. I have my, my feet up in the stirrups and he just has these metal things that he, you know, he's examining me. I think it's over. And then he says, is it okay if I examine your ovaries? And I was like, Oh yeah, please. I thought that was part of it. That but, old line. Um, yeah. <laughs> I was like, no, please examine my ovaries. What that means is that the, he just stuck his fingers inside me and then felt above my oh. l- like right right above my um my g-spot my g-spot yeah. uh came so hard like a laser <laughs> um uh <laughs> anyway no he's, so you're he sticks his fingers in, yeah uh it's great uh he pees on me um felicia rashad comes in and there are all these interns and they're watching him do it oh, and i'm like come on guys yeah uh, anyway enough already <laughs> no he, he he does that so i feel so violated and uh, i feel violated yeah no yeah. it's it was a bummer but i was like no you're fine he's a doctor he's a doctor he's a doctor it's fine uh, yeah that's- and he and he's like well you know i um and he takes like swabs because part of the pap smear is that they they do like a uh disease test to make sure that you're like free and clear so he he's like i'm gonna go like run this run this through the disease machine uh i'll be right back <laughs> i'm sure he called it something else right so he, he's running it through the disease machine right, and right. i'm i'm sitting there i put my clothes what, what, back on what, is, is it the d- disease machine 2000 because uh, <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. that one's uh yeah talks like this <laughs> he just like walks around she has aids <laughs> <laughs> sorry 
Um, feed me more bolts. More bolts, please. Come on, disease machine. Mach- mach- machines eat bolts. <laughs> yeah, and widgets for dessert. One one widget a day. Uh, so anyway, uh, I'm sitting. I'm sitting on the. I'm sitting on the bed. He comes in after what feels like an hour. That pussy stinky. <laughs> I just. I just want to. Oh boy. <laughs> Take me home. I can feel. No, you can't, disease machine. I know, love. What? Uh, what is kiss? <laughs> what is kiss? <laughs> <laughs> this episode will be called "What Is Kiss." <laughs> uh, disease machine. <laughs> I either want to call it "What Is Kiss" or Felicia yeah. Rashad's juggling my balls. Uh, <laughs> so he he comes in after an hour. I really want to leave because uh, I don't well, feel so. He put I, his. I can't imagine why. He comes in with a clipboard, and he says, uh, he's giving me, he's run everything through the disease. You came in second place. Well, he's like, you know, there are a couple of things that that take a few days, but, uh, you know, we have the other results. And he, he looks at me, and he says, Oh, boy. Herpes? Negative. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Don't bury the lead. Chlamydia? Negative. And then I stop and I was like, no, can you just tell me the positive things? I was like, this is scaring me the way that you're saying it to me. And, and, and he just looks at me like it's lost in translation. He doesn't yeah. understand what I'm saying. HIV? Negative. And I just had to just sit there through this, and, and this have, list uh, of a hundred things. Have a dozen heart attacks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was all, it was all negative, but I like, I left and I told the nurse, I was like, hey, like he could do that the other way around. Like he just. I, I think there's a reason they do that. I, I, I took an AIDS test at the, uh, What's that place called? Out of the closet. Out of the, closet the, yeah. the, the thrift store that gives you... Uh, I did that I, once when I was bored. <laughs> I, and I went in there and I, I, t- I took my test. I, I come back uh, you know, a few days later, whatever, however long they need. And I got this awesome uh, lesbian uh, gal, like punk rock looking chick. And she sits me down and she looks like the Grim Reaper. Like she has this expression on her face. Like she's about to break some bad news to me. Right. And she goes, okay, Jeff... Um, we got your results. <laughs> and um, before I tell you them, uh, HIV is incurable, but it's, it's treatable and it's possible to live a healthy life with it. I'm like, oh my you God. got to be shitting me. And yeah. I'm, again, you know, fanatical about condoms and things like, like right. the one time, the one time, like, like, like that's, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. She goes, it's 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 not curable. It's treatable. Um, there, there's medication that you can take to to manage it. Um, your results are negative. Like, like would you please <laughs> change that delivery? And she goes, "No, we do it to scare the fuck out of you." Like she told me, she's like, "We do it to terrify you." Right. So you don't get you don't get a negative thing, and they're like, "Let's go fuck on the dance floor," yeah. and you go go to yeah. the abbey and just just have at it. Yeah. She's like she's like, "Have you ever had sex without a condom?" I'm like. Yeah, a couple of times. She's like, do you want to die? <laughs> she was the best. I, uh, once, I, I have friends that live right around the corner from the Out of the Closet, uh, which Out of the Closet is a, um, is a thrift store and the proceeds go to AIDS research and like different gay charities. And it's a really get, cool thing. And you can get an ATV test by the, by the scariest people in the world. Right. Well, you can get it. Yeah. I, I had friends that lived right across the, right around the corner. This is the one on, uh, Sunset near Sunset and Gower, like yeah. by that, uh, tire place. Yeah. Gotcha. And so I'm, um, I'm killing time and like, there's a free AIDS test. I'm like, oh, I'll go, I'll go get a AIDS test. I mean, there's no, there was no reason for me to get an AIDS test, but I walk in there. Yes, and there is a reason. No. <laughs> well, I share a lot of needles. Um, at my quilting club, where we shoot up heroin. 
and yes, and get fucked in the ass by uh, what we call dumpster dildos, uh, <laughs> we get imported from uh, the, Bron- the from Hell's Kitchen. Dumpster dildos. Um, There's the title of the episode. <laughs> so I go in there. There's a there are two guys. It's very very slow. There's a guy behind this like card table by this like banner that says uh, HIV test. He's sitting there, and then there's another guy who who works there who's like leaning over, and they're 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 flirting and they're they're clearly like they're having some sort of sexy conversation and they're they're laughing and I don't want to interrupt them but I walk up and they turn and like yes and I and I say oh uh I just wanted to get a an AIDS test and they're like all right um but they look at me like oh, god like I was it was on the verge of uh, yeah, yeah. getting him to answer whether or not he would pee on me in the shower so I um I sit down, you go in that back room and you get the you get the test really quick it's a blood test uh-huh. um this is like three years ago or something and you get a blood test and then he you he asked me like while the results are pending or like before the actual like drawing of the blood he asked you a ton of questions and he was like have you um have you ever had anal sex I'm like no. And he's like, all right. Have you, um, <laughs> he clicks his tongue. Yeah. Have you, how many partners have you had in the last year? And I'm like, one. And he's like, God damn it. Like, he's asking me all these You're questions. You're wasting my time. Exactly. You don't have, yeah. Yeah. He asks me all these questions and then says to me, you don't have AIDS before even like, <laughs> you don't have, you're not HIV positive. There's no way you can have it. Like before doing the test. And I was like, I'm sorry. I just wanted to be safe. He's like, no, no, no. You, you should, you should be safe, but you don't have you, you it. You don't have it. Uh, yeah. There was a girl that I met, uh, Fuck, I, I was like early twenties, probably, and uh, I was at the beach, and I and somehow managed to pick up a girl at the beach. And if 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 you know what I look like with my shirt off, this is not a, the thing that happens. I'm 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 pale and skinny. I'm not the guy at the beach that girls go ooh hubba hubba. When you're covered in swastikas. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, all, that's all the racist insignia all over me. Uh, you, you, yes. The guy told you there were sunflowers. <laughs> yeah, I, I used to be in the National Front. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but like, you know, it's, uh, I'm not like the hunky dude on the beach. I'm a scrawny, pale, you know, vampire. Uh, but I met this girl. We, we go back to my place and she instantly, like, like, it was like this crazy thing. Like, this girl, like, we're like, we're just, we're, we're going to have sex immediately. And what I knew about her, one of the couple things that I found out about her is that she works at an AIDS research clinic or like they, you know, like they do statistics and like trying to find cures and all this stuff. And like, like right. she was like, like the, her, you know, her, her life's work has been, you know, dealing with HIV. And so we start making out in my place and I go, I don't have any condoms. She goes, I don't care. What? I'm like, who, who, what? what? I said, wait. She goes, no, no, let's just do it. I said, you work at a, at an, at an AIDS research clinic. And she goes, yeah. She goes, you don't have it. I go, what do you know that I don't know? I said, is it impossible to get AIDS? And, she didn't answer me like 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 it was it was oh my god this was terrible does not want you to just have unprotected sex don't. because you don't <laughs> no also <laughs> everyone uh, has aids everyone uh, has AIDS. but, but the, the good news is uh <laughs> the people that d- do your age research and put those statistics together are people that are doing unprotected sex willy fucking nilly just one person yeah and it's <laughs> oh but oh so oh yeah i i i, I told you about that I, I, the girl that says like like, like fuck me in the ass without a condom yeah. I, I just got up and left Right. It's like, like, come on now. Like, like, I think, well, like, uh, herpes, you, um, there's no cure for herpes. And like that, so many people have herpes and that's, that's so easily transmitted. And yeah. everyone should use condoms. You probably don't have they, AIDS. Also, you probably have also, something else. They should make better condoms. I don't think that they're making the, 
I think with all the technology we have, right? We can we can make a drone that flies around and murders people from space. <laughs> I don't think that we have our best minds on condom manufacture because mm. condoms are the fucking worst. They, uh, they are. They're. They're. I'm, I'm pretty sure we could do better with those. Just because they're um, they're so 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 tight or so. <laughs> well. How many different ways do we, I think like we could play a drinking game in this podcast and it could be how many times has Jeff almost said he has a huge dick <laughs> and you'd probably be dead by the number of. Well, chefs. look, I'm, I'm, I'm a, I'm a tall gentleman. I don't have a small dick. I have a, I have, I have a, I'm, I'm tall. My feet are big because I'm tall. That's, that's, you know. right. um, I what's have the, a, uh, I have what's a, the, vil- I have the Spider-Man a, villain that's the octopus. Dr. Dr. Oculus. Dr. Octopus. It's not right. Doc Octopus. I think Oct- it's Doc Octopus. Octopus. Is it o- Doc Octopus? Yeah, because he has like metal what tentacles. A stupid name. It's like that. Dr. Octopus? Your penis is like that. Yes, Dr. Octopus. He's no, octopus. My, the thing is, I have a... Spider-Man I, is I have not a giant that much dick, more complicated. My, 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 dick is, my dick is shaped like a treble clef. It's, it's, it's impossible <laughs> to have sex. There's no, they, don't, they don't build a condom shape like that. I see. Well, you, you know, just get a Vaughn's shopping bag and just tie it at the base. I think that uh tied at the base. <laughs> tied at the base. Also an alternate title for this podcast, Tied at the Base. Um <laughs> yeah, have you ever have you ever seen a uh, female condoms? Like the box for female yeah, condoms? Yeah. It's like a trash can liner because vaginas are trash cans where ain't where you can find an angel. <laughs> and the angel's a baby. That's kind of a nice, nice thing. You never thought about that before. Like if a baby's coming out of a vagina, you're, you're bringing an angel from heaven. Out of a trash vaginas can. are, are, uh, heaven trash cans. <laughs> right? Vaginas are heaven trash cans. Yeah. I know it's, it's kind of beautiful. You, yeah. It's, it's a little pocket. What's crazy is how, uh, many things you could fit in your vagina. I yeah. have four things in my vagina right now. <laughs> They're all chaps get well, chapstick tubes. If we, if we do this podcast right, by the time we're done, you're going to have nine. <laughs> because he has a grab bag from the party store and we're just, we're just going to see, uh, it's like stuffing marshmallows uh, in your I, mouth. I knew, I knew a guy, I knew a guy that was in a punk, in a punk rock band. Actually two guys. They were both in a punk rock band from Claremont and, uh, they, they worked the, the funniest job of all time. They worked at a sex toy store in the returns department. No. So when people would bring back faulty vibrators or dildos or uh, anal beads or butt plugs or whatever, they oh, bring God. them back and go, I, I, uh, "This is uh, not, this isn't quite my style." <laughs> but yeah. Thing is, how do you, the, when you smoke. when you bring one back in the returns department, it's been it's been tested, I would imagine. So like they had to deal with. Uh, used, uh, anal beads and things like that. And they were really drunk and high one night and they hated their job and they hated their lives. Okay. And also the people that go back and try to get a refund on a faulty, uh, anal bead set or <laughs> what do you call oh, it? A ring. I mean, uh, that's gotta be a fetish. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> those aren't the, those aren't the nicest people in the world. They come back and they're angry and they're high and, you know. Uh, they care a lot about money and not a lot about propriety. So the a guy, the guy, a guy comes in and he's got he pulls up like in this Lamborghini, like you know, like a three three hundred thousand dollar car, and this girl is in the in the car, uh-huh. and he runs in. And he's like, uh, yeah, like uh, I didn't like this dildo. I want to I want to get another dildo. Like, what do you got? Like, she wants this and she wants that. And so they go like, yeah, like we'll, we'll, we'll take this back. We'll refund you the money on that, and I'll we'll give you a, oh, one of these. And and uh, my friend. Uh, I won't say his name. His name, his name is so specific. You could Robert try, you, his, his name. Uh, it's, it was former Mayor Richard Reardon. <laughs> uh, uh, he 
my friend uh, g- gives the guy a set of anal beads that are like the size of billiard balls, apparently. Like, it's like really oh, big. And he's like, try this. He said, what you do is you, you, you insert them one at a time. You get all four of them in. And then, you a, and then you, uh, <laughs> you put your finger in the little ring and you rip them out as fast as you can and you yell Geronimo. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm, if that happened, I'm pretty sure she's dead. Oh, God. Yeah, bad people. Ay, ay, ay. I know bad people. Anal beads? Anal beads. Uh, I just like the name. I've never used anal beads. Uh, and I, I I, won't, because I, I don't think that's that's really my um, my, uh, my thing, but also because they're <laughs> called anal beads. It sounds disgusting. It well, sounds the, like the dew that comes off of your the, asshole. They're beads the that anal go, beads. They go in your butt. So gross. They should, call, they should, just, they should just call them basketballs or something. Basketballs, wink. Um, Durbles. (laughs) That sounds gross. Um, (laughs) Durbles. Uh, Ahas. (laughs) That's what they should call. Uh, Oh. How many of these podcasts? Sailor. How many of these have you done? You've done four or five? Uh, 100. We delete most of them. Uh, (laughs) This one will be deleted, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. This is. This has been the most vile. I haven't done the shout out to my brother, and there's so many. I do a shout out to my little brother every episode. Well, do it right now. Uh, hey, Michael, if you made it through, (laughs) call me and say this code. Oh, no, no, I've said before, my brother, I have a link on my, uh, I'll have a link on the Tubbler where where my brother can fill out a password. Because this won't ever air anywhere, right? Or will Um, it? Yeah, well, I mean, you know, this feels terrible. (laughs) Sex is a big part of love and relationships. Well, again, I mean, maybe the reason is because I'm, I'm a superficial, Vain uh, bachelor, I, I don't have relationships. I don't have. You just love to fuck. I, well, yeah, but it's... you love to throw that uh, throw that rope in that trash can. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Jesus so Christ! <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad that you're being uh, grosser than I am. Could come be called penis do. Throw that rope in that trash can. So gross. It's the what worst. What if you're thing. The, with the, that would stop you if you're in bed with a girl? <laughs> throw that rope in that trash can. Uh, uh, I, I, the, the girl that uh, that, that <laughs> fell over and ne- nearly ripped my dick off, and the girl that had the chlamydia and I didn't, and we and, yeah, uh, idiot shoes, idiot uh, stilts. She uh, one time uh, I said, uh, I, I want you to like dominate. I want you to like do it because she's like, I love to do that. She said, she said, I like either a guy to dominate or or I or, or, or I'll dominate. Okay, so she said she has no opinion. She's no, 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 I like no, no, no. She, 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 she goes, I, I, I'm good at both. I'm good at being submissive, as I'm, opposed to somebody else coming in the room and dominating you. <laughs> well, the, 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 like some people just like to be dominated. Some some people just like to be in charge. But, right. she, but okay, she's like, okay. she's like, if if you can if you can kick my ass around the block, uh, uh, like I, w- I would love that. Also, if you like doing that, I'm also really good at that. I go, uh-huh. well, let's pick a night and then you be in charge and you <laughs> and, and you fucking throw like like you let me Next have it. Next Tuesday. <laughs> so so she comes in. I, I'm laying in her bed. And she has kind of this dumpy apartment, but the bedroom was like really well designed and like, like very comfortable and sexy. Can- giant candles, like the, ca- the candles that are, that are as big as like sparklets jugs, like there's giant candles all over the place. Right. Sacri- it, sacrificial. Yeah. It's, yeah. Candles. yeah so something terrible is about to happen. And, and, uh, she lays me down on the bed and she takes her stockings off her garters and ties me up hand and feet with her stockings. Like like the, like, the, like the, ties my arms up. No, oh, I'm sorry. Before she does that, she takes a, a giant Makita drill out 
What? And goes and and drills restraints into the wall. She drills handles like restraints into the wall. They they like like she like she puts them in there while I'm laying there. Oh my god! Which is get that work done before someone comes over. No, no, it was oh, just, it was it was part of the show. It was the first act of a, of an awesome show, and I was like. Wow. And then she took her stockings off. I was kind of bummed out about it because I like the stockings on, but she tied. Well, while she's so the, drilling so she, the things in the wall, what are you, are you just sitting there like? I'm lying there and there's this drywall, you know, like getting in my hair and, and, and she's like, like dressed up in stockings and garters and, uh, in, in drilling things in the wall. Which is, is she saying like, shut up, punk? Uh, no, uh, without a word. Oh, okay. And she does that. I'm like, Oh, Jesus Christ. And then she takes her stockings off and ties my arms up into those restraints with her stockings, but uh-huh. like tied them up like really tight, like there was no fucking getting out of those. Right. And then she ties my feet down and she starts like, you know, getting it on and we start like, get, you know, like getting very active and the bed shakes and one of these giant candles, when I said giant, Are like, they lit? like, like, 10 or a 12 inch diameter yeah, candles yeah, yeah. with about, you know, a pint and a half of molten wax inside them. Two of those tip over and fall on the bed and go oh right God. into my armpit and my back and like, like a kind of sensitive skin area. It's like yeah. all over my shoulder, armpit and side. Oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's like wax hurts for a second. Right. If it's a little bit. And then, and then it cools and it doesn't hurt. But there was so much of it. It felt like I was on fire. Ugh. And I screamed. Yeah. Because I'm laying in a in in lava. Yeah. For about five seconds. Yeah. Before it cools down, I'm, I, I, and I just let out this giant scream, and she slaps me uh. across the face, and she goes, "Shut up, you love it." <laughs> and she was right. <laughs> well, Jeff, uh, it has been it has been a real joy having you on our our, our after dark. Uh, <laughs> version of this feels terrible <laughs> yeah we, we we only talked about fucking right um yeah well, so i don't have relationships i just have dates so of course right 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 well i, I and you know you're uh you're, you're real classy <laughs> <laughs> if i've proven anything if, if i've proven anything <laughs> I'm not the one that said throw that rope in that trash can because that's the worst thing I've ever heard. Use it at home, everybody. Um, listeners, uh, if you use ladies, um, I'm curious if you're in bed with someone you care about or maybe somebody you don't, maybe especially with somebody you don't, uh, if you use the line throw that rope in, in my trash can instead of like, I, you know, let's, let's have, let's have sex. I, I want, I, I, I want you, you in me. me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Tell me how that works out. I just want to know. I know. Does how he stop as a- <laughs> if, if you say throw your rope in my trash can and the guy <laughs> is still turned on, marry him. <laughs> uh, and that's the, that's that's the Jeff Davis word. Thank you. <laughs> we we really did it. We really did it. Right. We really did it. <laughs> let's go, let's go to a bar and get drunk. Hey, Lionheart. Uh, thanks for listening to the podcast. If you would like to um, get more involved, you can email me. Uh, send me whatever. Uh, that's thisfeelsterrible at gmail dot com. Also follow me on Twitter, which is at Aaron McGathy. Uh, it's just my name. Hopefully you're already following me on Twitter. No, hopefully you're not. Um, I would I would love more Twitter followers. Some people are coy about that. I would just like to rack up a huge number. Uh, put it in the oven. Fairlaudio.com. 
is an artist-friendly podcast collective. Hosted by castmates.fm. Host your own podcast at castmates.fm. Today, all of our artists reserve the rights to their materials. Your donations directly support your favorite artists, help pay for their show's production, and keep your favorite shows free. Music by The Fancy. We are the fancy.net. Visit fairlogio.com for other original shows and learn about our community of artists that help make this collective possible. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Pros. Lowe's wants to help you keep working. That's why we're open for pro business hours 6 to 7 a.m. Monday through Saturday. You'll find the quantities you expect with dedicated pro associates and loaders to help you get what you need fast and load you up curbside. Now, more than ever, we know you need to win every single bid. You can count on Lowe's for special values on pro-trusted brands and savings when you buy in bulk. Save yourself a trip by shopping Lowe'sforpros.com, where we can ship thousands of items to your doorstep or to the job site. Lowe's is open and pro-ready.